Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jason McAteer, midfielder slash fullback, played for Bolton, Liverpool, Blackburn, Sunderland, and Tranmere Rovers. Played in two World Cups for Ireland, was on the cover of the international edition of FIFA 96. I have to mention that. And of course, author, but let's see what the book club thought in today's The Football Book Club. He loves using the word arse in a metaphor. I was always worried what would happen the second we got to a good book. <laughs> and you will you will kick Glen Roder's ass, can I say? Hello and welcome to the Football Book Club, where each week we read yet another forgotten, obscure, or just plain dodgy footballer's autobiography so you don't have to. I'm James Bug, and over the weeks we're going to be reading such classics as Graham Sharp's Sharpie, Robert Perez's Footballer, that's Footballer in French, and Dennis Wise's The Autobiography, which weirdly is the name of Paul Merson's book. Uh, but today we're going to be reading Jason McAteer's Blood, Sweat and McAteer. And reading it with me, I'm joined by our book group, James Balgen. Hello. And Jack Bernhardt. Hello. And uh, no Amy Lawson. No Amy Lawson. Oh. Sad. But she has recorded a message. Don't okay. worry. Uh, this is why she's not here. Do we have time for this? Cause... <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Amy. I want to hear it. Please let me hear the message. Hello, guys. Um, I'm so sorry that I can't be there to talk about this amazing book with you. Um, I'm currently stood in a skip helping Jermaine Pennant look for pogs. <laughs> so, again, I'm very, very sorry I can't be there. Sad. Oh, that is true. That is sad. That's really sad. Yeah, he's still checking them out. Still checking them out. And then, and then getting Amy to look for them. Amy to look for them. That's cool. <laughs> he's got like he's got people like, around the country like, dotted around finding pogs for him, I guess. Cool. Why does Amy have better sound quality from her WhatsApp <laughs> <laughs> than the whole podcast. I don't understand Should that. Should we record the whole show through Amy's phone? The yeah, yeah. If we could all just gather around that. Oh, let's do that. Um, how is everyone? I'm good. Really yeah, good. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'll seem good. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Chipper. I'm a bit chipper. Why? I Well, I really enjoyed this book, for one. That's good. I, mm. I feel I feel invigorated. Yeah. 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 I think... I, I was always worried what would happen the second we got to a good book. <laughs> <laughs> And now it's happened, and it hadn't come up for quite yeah, a while. Yeah, it hadn't really. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I don't know. I see. I think. I think that we've been on a. We've been on like a. Been on they, a journey. They're, they're they're getting worse. They're getting worse. They're yeah. getting worse. And it's the first one where it's like, oh, it's Whoop. good again. Back up. Um, like some kind of roller coaster. Ah. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that reference the book. That's a reference to the book. There's a bit in the book where, uh, which we're not going to come to, but there's a bit in the no. book where Jason McAteer says, "I was on a roller coaster and I had to be careful not to fall off intentionally or otherwise." Yeah, I didn't understand that bit. <laughs> we're making it sound like it's a bad book, but I didn't understand that sentence. I actually flagged that sentence. <laughs> I love that sentence so much. Yeah, because you know you often intentionally fall off a roller coaster. <laughs> Remember, well, imagine if Ronan Keating's song been "Life Is a Roller Coaster." <laughs> Better make sure I don't fall off <laughs> intentionally, <laughs> intentionally or, or otherwise. otherwise. <laughs> Um, by the way, guys, thank you ever so much uh, for sending in all the suggestions of books we're getting. Uh, a lot of people have said uh, Perez's, which you mentioned at the beginning. Someone mentioned yeah. Robert Perez's book. Uh, Andy Perez. Gorham's book, which I think someone uh, the opposite have recommended on Amazon <laughs> last week. Uh, Lampard's book is apparently very dull. I thought that. Told us. Uh, yeah. And uh, Grant Holt's. A lot of people say Grant Holt's book is very good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like people are wanting us to do that because of the Norwich connection. Maybe, from, and from I'm not Hux. against it. Yeah, I'm not against it either. It sounded like I was about to go in to, and attack people for that, but no, <laughs> yeah. I like I like the people of Norwich. <laughs> you, you're not getting annoyed at the people of Norwich. No, no, I know. I like the people of Norwich. Okay. Hate the people of Billericay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you mention that because I've had an update uh-huh. uh, from uh, our friend of the show, Tom from Sellers Farms. Wreaths and stands, we've got it covered. And also trees. <laughs> I got his catchphrase around. Uh, he's messaging me uh, a little uh, Glen Roder update, a uh, Glen uh-huh. Roder Christmas tree update. We all okay. been on the edge of our seats about that sure. last week. Uh, he hasn't collected his Christmas tree yet. Still hasn't come to pick it up. Well, it's a bit early. He's due. Yeah. yeah, he's due. He's due. He's, he's gonna... I think it's imminent. I think it's yeah. imminent. I've told him. Mm. I, I, I messaged him. I said to him, the second Glen Roder comes in, you text me. I've also told him to get a picture of him. When? Sorry, when does Glen Roder usually come in? Because I, I think I, if, I, if I had to predict, I would say Glen Roder is a late Christmas tree man. Oh, why? Um, <laughs> you didn't expect me to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, let me think. Uh, no, he, uh, he strikes me as someone who wants to enjoy life as little as possible. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> and therefore, yeah, uh, so he would be like There's nine no. days of or, Christmas, or he'd be like, "This is a serious time. Uh-huh. I'm not putting my tree up until December the nineteenth, and okay. then I will take it down on December the twenty seventh." Ah, mm. yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he told me one fact about him that apparently he's really into horses now. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Does it change your opinion on him? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> into them in what way? He, he, he. I think I don't know. I, I'm assuming racehorses, right? Or Glenn. just just horses in general. Glenn yeah, Ryder. I don't think he was like showing like a, a book. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, this one's a white one. <laughs> this, this one's one a show has a, horse. Has a fluffy tail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great, thanks, Glenn. Also, that's not a horse. It's got a fluffy tail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a rabbit. <laughs> He's really into rabbits. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one thing that someone did get in touch with, we might have solved the mystery of why Gary Monk's book is called Loud, Proud, and Positive. That is genuinely very exciting. Jack, I think you got to the bottom of this. Uh, yeah, someone on Reddit yeah. told me that it's because he would sign off his program saying. Um, be loud, be proud, be positive. There we go. But he never mentions, never mentions that in the book, book yeah. which makes it, it un. It's not a good. It's not a good slogan. It's not people. People um, are going to be like, ah, yeah. Unless you're a massive Glenn Monk fan. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn- <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. You're, Unless you're, you're a massive Gary Mars fan. <laughs> 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 no, unless you're a massive Gary Monk fan, no yeah, one no like, knows the the complete works of Gary Monk. Do you think there are a couple of uh, Gary Monk people who read his autobiography going, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. see what he's done. Oh, very I, good. I know you weren't really coming out, Gary. <laughs> yeah. I understood that perfectly. <laughs> um, and the other thing we've got, uh, someone messaged us saying that, uh, whose name is Stephen Chicken, saying that his sister's called Lynn Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... Oh, God. <laughs> I think we just got to end it there. I think that probably is it, yeah. And cue little break music. <laughs> oh, 
I want to chat about our best friends at Amazon. Actually, this week, they are not our best friends. I'm going to get into that later. But this book has four and a half stars on said website from 22 reviews. That's pretty, that's pretty really good. good. That's a lot. Um, here's a four-star review from an unnamed Amazon customer. Mysterious. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, the review is called, Not for people who don't like bad language. Not for people. Yeah, that's uh, confusing. So I do like bad language, so it's not for me. It's for people who do like good language. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone here like good language? Sorry, I just realized that's the pull quote that he's used on the phone. (laughs) For people who like good language. Um, The book review is, nice book, but did contain some bad language. This guy's really... uh, Going to town on the bad language. Really doesn't like that. Ain't kind of the same as me on this podcast. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my dad. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Another review I got from a guy called G. Uh, Four stars. Great read. Uh, No tits in it, though. (laughs) That's generally the review. I don't know if G knows (laughs) what a book is. Also, there are tits in it. There are other tits? Yeah. Yeah, there's a a mention of of breasts. Does a person only read, like... Page three, and is like, Yes, this is what a book is. I went on his Amazon history, <laughs> and it was all uh, Kelly Brook calendars. Yeah. And he accidentally bought this. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to go into more depth about the book, chapter by chapter. We're going to dramatic reading, a quiz at the end, and get this we're going to be getting one of Ken's songs from the man himself. Ken Zong? Ken, Ken Zong is in the building. Oh my god! <laughs> but first, let's go around the room, and in a sentence or two, what did you think of the book? I really enjoyed it it was a good book three main things stood out from this book please Ooh. he loves playing for his country mm-hmm. uh, his adopted country yeah, yeah. his country yeah. He, he never yeah. went to previously mm-hmm. he he loves that he cries more than Gary Monk which is saying a lot he, yeah and yeah. the third thing was he loves using the word arse in a metaphor oh, oh he, he loves, loves that he loves that he so says much. arse a lot so much In it, I, I've driven the arse off of it and it, it, a couple of times car. <laughs> 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 Liverpool Football Club yeah. I've driven, driven the arse off of it four wheels beneath my arse yeah yes. well, at one point he yeah. says um, cars and I felt very insecure and afraid but then when I had a home under my arse and you're like <laughs> at that point you don't need an arse metaphor <laughs> got a cup of tea in my yeah. arse uh, <laughs> sitting down on my sofa under my arse, yeah. watching the TV under my arse. <laughs> he, uh, G was very disappointed there's no tits, but there is a lot of arse. Yeah. Maybe that's what the bad language uh, review is about, the comment about the overuse of the word arse. That could be it. I'm glad you like it, because you've been notoriously stingy with your marks so far, Mr. I was, think- I was thinking that. I have been overly harsh, but I think they've mainly deserved the marks that they've got. And this book was genuinely good. Like It surprised me how good it was. Yeah, so. I, yeah. Yeah, you you agree, Jack? I agree. I think um, <laughs> the, a couple of things really stood out. Uh, he loves the present tense to yep. to an extent that is actually confusing. Yeah, like like it's it's baffling how much of this book is in the present tense. Yeah. But what I, I like had to about like that... like look at a calendar midway through. It was, <laughs> it was is it happening now? <laughs> <laughs> to begin with, it was refreshing. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this is oh, nice. No, oh, but, oh, then... but what I liked about that was that it gave it it gave it character. It gave it an immediacy, definitely. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Legitimately, it gave yeah. it a real sense of urgency and yeah. a sense that you actually like a real vividness. I felt like I was reading the words of Jason Magateer, whereas some of them yeah. seem a little bit to uh, the editors come in and kind of made it a bit in their voice, perhaps sometimes sure, yeah. or change a bit. Whereas this felt like if it felt like you're in the moment. So yeah, I really did. Yeah, and it, and and actually, as you say, it does feel like you're reading Jason McAteer's words. But equally, there's a lot of very good characterization. Like and that a, word is ass, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm? 
Yeah. Uh, he like is, there's a lot of really like like really good structure. Like he sets things mm. up early on in the book and it pays yeah. off towards the end. It's stuff like, that's something we haven't really seen so far too much. Yeah, I mean, I'd say Maya maybe I'd, more. I'd say Maya has a little bit of it. Yeah, uh, a sense of like it's someone who knows their story. Yeah, which is actually kind of rare in these books, yeah. which is bizarre because these are literally stories about footballers. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that I was counting up. Only three of them we've done have uh, written the book after finishing their career because Pennant's still playing yes. uh, Maya's still playing Gary Monk was still playing in the book actually and Louis was well actually, so, so yeah, so actually, only two only, only two yeah only two and one was Darren Huckabee yeah the other one was Darren Huckabee yeah. uh, who wrote a masterpiece of course uh, and then friend of the show hi Darren yeah. uh, and you're better than that guy from Bellarique <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you will you will kick Glenn Roder's ass can I say when you inevitably go down to he's not asking them to fight <laughs> he should <laughs> there's no competition involved he just wants he to prove that he said nice. come down to my Christmas tree <laughs> Empire. I'll set five Christmas trees on fire. There'll be a fight ring in the middle. It's you versus Glen Rhoda. That is actually what he texted. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. That is exa- exactly what he said. Um, well, in terms of my thoughts on the book. If, oh, okay, yeah, sorry. What, do you mind? If sorry, 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 James. What did you think of the book? Fuck. Guys, I loved it. Yay! I loved it. I generally thought it was excellent. Um, it was my favourite one yet. I thought he was so good uh, at opening up about uh, many things, like I loved the, how passionate he was about Ireland, which you mentioned yeah. there before. That was great. Yeah. Um, I loved how great he was at talking about mental health as well oh, at God. times. I mean, God, yeah, we'll come to that. Really, yeah, really, really good, and really open about it. Uh, it the book was so good. I wanted to sort out my Irish passport. <laughs> it sounded so fun the whole it, way he did it. It did, it did, but it sort of felt like it required. You need someone to because he sort of gets to Ireland by Jack Charlton coming up to him and saying, "Do you want to play for Ireland?" Which I, is how I want my passport I, to be sorted. That, out as that's well. what yeah. I think needs to happen. It's almost like Hagrid at Harry Potter. You need Jack Charlton to come to your house and be like, "James, you're playing for Ireland." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My grandma is Irish, so if you're listening, Jack Charlton, by chance. <laughs> is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah. Okay, sorry, Jack Charlton. <laughs> what I loved about that bit is there was no confirmation that he even could. They just heard a rumour. They were like, oh, we think <laughs> your some of your family he, may he be... He wasn't even sure as well, because he's yeah. family from Northern Ireland. They yeah. hadn't even researched that. They were yeah. just like, do you want to play for Ireland? We'll figure out if you actually can yeah. after they you agree. They saw Muck in his name. Like, <laughs> like, there we go. Be, we yeah. got him. Yeah. <laughs> we got Clinton Morrison playing for us. <laughs> we're going to get Jason McAteer playing for us too. Don't worry. It is the longest book ever written. We should yep. probably say that. Very long. Uh, very long book. Oh, it's what, 400 and... Oh, no, 300... 370, 370 pages. pages. And yeah. actually the font is... Sometimes with these books, the font's really big. The font's not huge here, and the book itself is quite physically quite big. It's bigger than Saha's font. Yeah. Oh my God, oh my God, yeah. Saha's font was so small. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Saha's font got smaller. Yeah, well. it did. It was, it was like an eye test. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mel the evil wizard. Um, um, should we mention the title? Okay, yeah. Okay. I, first of all, I've been calling it Blood, Sweat and Macketeers every week yep. in this podcast, accidentally. Uh, it's not called that. Uh, however, if anything, it's worse. I think Blood, Sweat <laughs> and Macketeer, well, making it singular, is... Uh, it, it, the pun doesn't work at all. Well, also, interestingly, it's called Blood, Sweat and Jason Macketeer on the front book. <laughs> On the front, like, sorry, the front cover. Yeah. But in the book itself, it is called Blood, Sweat, and Macketeer, a no. footballer story. Oh, interesting. So mm. I think it's a little bit inconsistent. It is. Thing. I actually thought he might, the book, because on the back of the book, it starts off saying, The Fighting Macketeers, 
which would have made it a great which title. A great title. Really good title. It's all about his um, family's fighting past. Yeah. Uh, and they were, he has a family of boxers. It makes you think that that was the title he wanted or something, and then they made him change it. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Jason McAteer is the kind of person who would see a pun and go, I'm having that. But his <laughs> book my... is so good. I, it, put no. me off, it would put me off buying it. Oh. I, saw, I mean, it didn't put me off buying it. I bought it. We yeah. bought four copies. For the, for the <laughs> yeah. purpose of a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> The, well, though interestingly, he does at what he does another point when he talks about how he's doing his art career, yeah. and he says, um, "I passed the exam with flying colours, pun intended." And that was the moment that made me think, "You definitely chose the title of this book, didn't you?" Yes. No one else came in and told you this should be called the Fighting Macketeers or anything else like that. You were like, "It's blood, sweat, and Jason Macketeer." <laughs> It does make a lot of sense because he does give everything. Like it's sort yeah, of, he does. It's yeah, not, yeah, it's not like he's sort and he of, goes through a lot of things as well. I'm trying to think of um of a good or a bad Jason McAteer pun that doesn't work for this book. Okay, give me a minute. Uh, McAteers for fears. Yeah, that would be rubbish. That'd be a terrible title. That's pretty good. Actually. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a really good title. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> I've only been doing this podcast to hope we get a career naming but Why do you think I did two sidos for every story last week? Oh, I love that one. Okay, let's get into my beef with Amazon. Yeah, okay, what's so going on here? I open the dang book. Oh, yeah. I open this up. <laughs> what do I find? I'm missing the first 34 pages of my book. It is, it's remarkable, that. It's legitimately crazy. Did you talk to them about it? it admittedly, it isn't Amazon's fault. It's the, I bought it off the marketplace uh, because I'm not okay. made of money. Yeah, they, there was nothing on there. So I had to get Jack. Uh, I'm not sure if you know this, James. I had to no. ask Jack to take a picture of every single of the first <laughs> the 34 pages. Yeah. So the whole, I didn't have any of the foreword or the foreword. Uh, I had none of the first like three or four chapters, I think. And I had to read it in the way Jason definitely didn't intend for anyone to, which is through WhatsApp. <laughs> kind looking of, through each one. Through and seeing my one. terrible annotations after each one. It starts off, as I mentioned, with Mick McCarthy's uh, foreword. 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 Foot. Foot. Yeah. Foot. His little foot. Starts a mix foot. F W D. Uh, it looked great over WhatsApp. Uh, uh, it, yeah, it, it's cracking in paper form as well. It's very <laughs> good. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, uh, Mick McCarthy, I mean, in this book comes off very weird, but, but good. <laughs> but like his foreword is bizarre. It he, kind of jumps all over the place from what I remember. He talks about how at one point he says, um, for the foreword for this book, I was asked to uh, sort Jason in a sentence. That's uh, that's something that requires some thought. Quite the tribute to the man himself. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I just I, is he still thinking about it? <laughs> yeah, he didn't day. give an answer. Yeah, oh, that's really weird. I, mean, I imagine that's how his brain works. Yeah, we're just sort of suddenly pivoting wildly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think at any moment he flashes back to Saipan in two thousand two. <laughs> <laughs> like his like his non flashback. His non yeah. flashback is going to go Like, oh no, Roy, do you want to say anything? It's oh! <laughs> 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 horrifying flashbacks. But there, there is a bit where he says um, he talks about because one of the mo- apparently one of the most iconic goals. Uh, this is something that he mentions in the foreword. Uh, most iconic goal that Jason McAteer ever scored. I don't know if you guys remember it. The, the goal against Holland. I mean, I'm not an Ireland fan. It was, it was fan, in a so, well, yeah. you know, as what? I'm trying to get my passport, I am a pretty big. Sure, Ireland yeah, you're suddenly becoming... they are my second team. I would say internationally. Yeah, yeah. I watched the game the other day, the uh, qualifier. That's fair. Yeah, the loss. They drew. Sorry, uh, <laughs> very disappointing to me and my people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the people of uh, Tipperary were not happy. My, my, my ancestors. The bugs of Tipperary. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but he talks about how he researched the the goal. He saw that he was watching the goal again when he was researching his uh, Mick McCarthy's Paddy Power blog ahead of the recent European Championships. <laughs> and oh, I I didn't look it up. Did you look it up? I, I didn't really look wanted. It up, no. Oh man, that's Imagine. been taken down. I'm sure it, it jumped around all over the place. It's like, <laughs> how do I sum up this? Well, goodbye. <laughs> well, Europe first began when Pangaea split. Anyway, now we're into the future. The year is 2040. <laughs> But back to the Middle Ages. <laughs> you can tell this book is the real deal, I was thinking, because it's our first book to have an index at the back. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'd love to tell you, uh, give you a little insight into the book. Uh, here are some of the things in the index. Zig and Zag. <laughs> meatloaf. Stop. Wait, well, meatloaf. Yeah. Uh, meatloaf, the musician. Right, not the, uh, not not the, the, not the content. That okay. also had a chapter as well. I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Starsky and Hutch. Yep. Uh, no Huggy Bear. Uh, no the, ba- bear. the band Aslan. <laughs> uh, and the Artane Castle Shopping Centre. <laughs> he really does like put everything in the index. He he really... he The Bertie Ahern at one point is mentioned as well. Okay, that really sure. made me like, ooh, Bertie Ahern. Who's that? He's, oh, how dare you? He's a former Irish uh, t- Taoiseach. The oh, right, yeah, 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 okay, You yeah, cannot yeah. become an Irish citizen. Oh, no. <laughs> He's rumbled me. You failed the test. <laughs> Have you been sent here by the Irish <laughs> Passport Authority? From, from the FAI. To, know, to, um, to, to weed you guys. Out. I know Bono. He also mentions the book. He does, yeah, uh, many times. And uh, Larry Mullen Jr. Yeah, also comes up. Actually, I think everyone apart from the Edge gets mentioned. You <laughs> <laughs> too. It's a brilliant start to the book. Young Jason McAteer seems like a good guy, struggling to make it in the game. He writes about um, all kinds of things. Of course, Hillsbury mentions. Oh boy, it's a. He, he writes about it brilliantly. It's a really, really good, really good start. You agree? The, the, so yeah, he's growing up in Liverpool. Yeah, uh, Birkenhead. Yeah. Um, there's a. I would say there's a fraction too much detail in this section. Uh, and also, he does mention uh, Jimmy Savile within 19 pages. Yeah, so. <laughs> does a real, real saha. Any, uh, any uh, uh, problems with the book? There, that, that's that. Yeah, that's the. That, there's one there, I think. But yeah, it, it's it's a really it's a really good start. I mean, so each chapter starts with a little bit in italics. Um, mm-hmm. That is, I mean. They're all quite odd. Some of them are little anecdotes that he'll tell within the chapter. Some of them are anecdotes that don't come up in the chapter. Yeah, Some are weird though. jokes. I mean, they're, they're, all, they're all really nice and they set the tone really well. Yeah. I mean, like, the second one is, like, amazing. I'm upstairs in my room, crying my eyes out. My mum has made me a full Liverpool strip on her sewing machine. It's red and it has a big Liverpool badge on the chest, but it's made out of curtain material. I tell her it's great. The best present ever. Then I run upstairs and bawl my eyes out. I can't be seen in this in public. Amazing. It's brilliant. That's absolutely... And it combines Yoshida yeah. and Huckabee. Is Huckabee right? No, Monk. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it I combines... d- and, and Jermaine Pennant. Yeah. Oh, the oh. embarrassment said, of wearing yeah, a Liverpool shirt. Yeah. I didn't realise how much this was going to come up. Oh, And Gary Monk's mum makes all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Each person. Yeah. It's so sweet and it's so adorable and it sort of... It just sets up his family life so well of just like a mum who would do anything for her kids. Yeah, it does. And like she it, seems great. She seems yeah. amazing. She seems a really good mum. So so sweet. Like there's a bit where she gets him. So he has lots of rejection. You know, as all footballers do. It seems like he gets rejected from loads of um, soccer 
Soccer? What the hell just oh, happened God, there? So sorry. I am English. We need to appeal to <laughs> yeah. American market as well. He, he, I was going to say soccer schools. I think that's why I was going to say it. Um, he gets, like the he, summer ones you go on when yeah, your parents I don't, don't want you being around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they sort of secretly hope that maybe you'll become... Yeah, you'll... Ramon Vegas soccer yeah. school. They'll like, turn up in a car, wave you and then leave. <laughs> Bye! Like, yeah, okay. And you're stuck with like, some like, six-year-old divorcee yeah. like, teaching you how to do a Cruyff turn. <laughs> <laughs> That's and a very real moment. So specific. <laughs> what, what happened? <laughs> Tell me about that. Welcome to Ramon Vegas Soccer School. <laughs> I'll show you how to leave the defense faster than my wife left me. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> a long dormant memory. <laughs> wow. Oh man. Anyway, uh, where were we? So, uh, so he, so his mum's nice. He, <laughs> his mum is nice. And he gets rejected from loads of academies and loads of places that could, you know, give him the first start in life. And so she goes and finds, um, she goes to Phil Neal's uh, like oh, dinner. Yeah, like the retirement dinner. Retirement dinner yeah. where Kenny Dalglish is. And Kenny Dalglish is Jason McAteer's, like, idol. And he gets, she gets him uh, his autograph and then, like, puts it on his bedside table. So when he wakes up, he sees it and he's like, ah, it's Kenny Dalglish! Yeah. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. I mean, and, and, and that bedside table is really important for him. Yeah. All throughout, he says Again, all the fancy things he has go on that table. And that's what's so good about this book is that that is established so early. It's like it's like little things where yeah. when he mentions it later on, he's like, "That goes on the bedside table." You're like, "Yes, I'm, I'm fully in this story." Yeah, yeah that's true. What kind of things he mentions? He says things like um, he gets like his first contract, I think, with Bolton. Yeah, something like that. There. Um... I think he gets a boot from uh, Darren Huckabee's greatest ever <laughs> <laughs> I think he puts that there. All right, yeah, I think it's yeah, true. I think, yeah, I think you're right. There is a good bit in chapter two as well, which I just saw this recently. I love this. It says, um, it's a typical Sunday on the Wirral. The women send them, spend the mornings in the kitchen, getting the lunchtime roast or the Yorkshire puddings ready. The dads are either in the Kazi or down the pub. Kazi? Yeah. <laughs> But, like, your two options are the toilet and the pub. (laughs) If you're a man in Liverpool, you've got two places you can be on a Sunday. You just come home. uh, Straight to the toilet. (laughs) What are you doing in that pub? (laughs) Finishing the toilet. Back to the pub. Does he eat his roast in the toilet? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's things like, occasionally he'll come out with phrases like that. They're just mad. There's Mm. another bit where he says... Oh, back then it was real men against boys, brackets, and some men. <laughs> <laughs> What's that about? I don't I don't know. That. He's talking about like when Bolton, like Bolton reserves, that like the youth team have to play against the main team to like get oh, tougher yeah, them yeah, up. Yeah. So it was real men against boys. He, one of the things actually Jason McAteer mentions is how some people call him Trigger and he's a bit of a dope. Yeah. Uh, it's in a reference to um, Only Fools and Horses. Yeah. I think. Uh, and he isn't got a reputation for sometimes being a bit dim. And uh, I never knew that. And I wouldn't have thought it from reading the book because he comes across as, uh, as a really smart guy. Mm-hmm. In this book, he's really, he's fiercely intelligent. Or he's mm. like fiercely aware of his story in a way that I think if you're actually, you know, if you were that sort of trigger character, you would be living entirely in the present. James, do you kind of think he seems like a smart guy? Do you know of the the dim Macatins? No, I've, n- I've never heard that before. Okay. It, there are that moments there are moments in the book where you can see how that is true mm. yeah but it i mean does he does he write with someone i, I don't know about this does he has he written this book read, with someone? So it's I, written I read really bit, well re, read the bit at the end and he talked about a couple of people who oh, helped jk rowling <laughs> <laughs> actually even before he'd mentioned only fools and horses there was something that reminded me of del boy which is a very odd thing ron atkinson selling suits out the boot of his car <gasps> 
So they're basically invited down and then they get to meet the first team, Mark Hughes, people like that, they're signing autographs for them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the club shop. And then he says, um, and Ron Atkinson is a manager, uh, the first time we saw him was in the car park. He has the boot of his car open and three different suits are hanging out out of it, ready for the first team to have a look at. (laughs) Yeah, just take a look at these suits, guys. We've got some VHSs as well, if you just (laughs) want to take a look underneath. Didn't um, someone else in the book, was it Monk, went to watch Southampton train or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like Letitia was having a punch-up or something. Yeah, it was, it was like Graham Sooners <laughs> beat up, uh, yeah, like Dave Besant or someone. Do you think we just read the same book every week and just, like change the names that we don't realise? <laughs> I do sometimes wonder about that, yeah. genuinely. <laughs> just... I mean, wow, yeah, Gary Monk's mum has sewn <laughs> all of this, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she's, every book she has sex with Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's also got friends called Joey Singleton, Brian London, and Tiffin John. <laughs> and he and he says that as if we should know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> that is one of the most. This book is very annoying for that. Is Tiffin it, John a nickname? Do you think? I, or is his name Tif- Tiffin? Tiffin John. Yeah. Like Tiffin Ten. Yeah, like I guess Tiffin. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiffin. Yeah. Ti- no. Tiffin. That's what it says. <laughs> Tiffin. Tiffin John. If I say, "Hey, Tiffin." Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a name. Okay, yeah. you can play for Ireland now. Pass I see. <laughs> was scouted but didn't get signed up by any club for ages and he um he almost uh went on some kind of d- design course i think he, I he, think wanted he, did, to be... he did he did graphic design he was doing like graphic design years, that was it. yeah, yeah he, he said was... he wants to do like jewelry making as well yeah which is really it's good really it's, cool i, I like I actually, the fact that i really like the fact that he was you know trying to get like uh another job alongside i mean he really wanted to be a footballer but yeah. he was like, a proper he sort of knew a realist as well there's a bit where he says that his mom wouldn't let him go on the doll and so he had to go try and get a job at mcdonald's yeah and um he's like oh not even ronald mcdonald wanted me which sort of <laughs> misunderstands how mcdonald's works <laughs> <laughs> in a way that I really like that he would be like, we've got this guy here. He's a trainee burger flipper. Ronald, what do you think? Yeah, and it's just the there silent is a, there clown. Is a clown in the room, <laughs> a clown shaking his yeah. head. Going, Not for me. Um, there's a bit also where he talks about his first kiss that I love so much. One of the pretty barmaids at the Sportsman. It says she kisses me full on the lips when I'm leaving, and it's a proper kiss. My first proper kiss. I shit myself and run straight home. <laughs> That was exactly the same as my first kiss <laughs> with Jason McAtee. <laughs> um, but he does get a, a big break eventually. He goes to Bolton. He goes to Bolton. Age about 20, I think. I mean, who yeah. can say that? It's just very uh, levels of Gary Monk here. Yeah. He, you're like, he's a, I, I think he might be a bit older, maybe. 20, yeah, I yeah. think he might be. Maybe. 21, he, gets, he gets scouted from Marine and he goes there. He's, so he, But he's about to go play in America. Oh, yeah, of course. He's going to get a um, uh, scholarship. A scholarship. Yeah. Yeah. As part of his arts degree uh, yeah something. to go yeah. play in Ohio, Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. it's really so he only actually goes to Marine to um, keep his fitness up that's true yeah um, someone at Bolton uh, spots him and goes oh you're good uh, do you want to come play for Bolton you'd get an A for yeah, uh, <laughs> defending <laughs> and other grades for yeah, other general grades for football <laughs> and then he kicked a football against the back of his head and yeah um, the, no, that he like it—it's it, so serendipitous, and it's told in a really good way. That's like, oh yeah, he then gets to go from this non-league team that he doesn't have a contract with to Bolton Wanderers, a team mm. in at this point Division Two, I think. Yeah, yeah which or... is the equivalent. I think they're in oh, Division league Three. Three. They're in the equivalent of League One. Le- league now. One. Yeah. yeah. He, he goes to Bolton for five hundred pounds and a bag of footballs. He yeah. does. Yeah. Another quiz question ruined. Fuck, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> what a bargain. What a bargain. I mean, what, what what a bargain. bargain. Yeah. Apparently it was to like fix a roof. Yeah, fix like... a roof of the social club. Uh, he, he does have a few grudges, Jason McAteer. 
He says, all the people who doubted him along the way, um, I want to drag them all onto the train tomorrow morning, all the doubters and the no-men, and let them watch when Sammy Lee collects me in his big car. Why is he putting them all on a train to watch that? A train to then sail off into the sunset? <laughs> yeah. like- there's a boat in mention, there's a big, there's Sammy Lee's big car, there's a train. When he, go, when he goes to Bolton, uh, so they train next to the lozenger factory, and he even gets a big bag to take home to his mum. Yeah. Um, can I? What would you do with that big bag? <laughs> give it to your mum. Give it to your mum. What would your mum do with it? These are for the new curtains. <laughs> <laughs> Stitch them together, mum. Maybe his mum has a really sore throat yeah, for like years. Constantly. She's like, "Did you bow <laughs> like, She's singing away like Karen Carpenter. <laughs> He seems to be surrounded by sweets and like uh, weird, uh, inane British household kind of goods at times. And so I've got a little game for you guys. Oh. Uh, you, you know how much you loved Uptown Monk? Uh. You kind of liked What Would Jermaine Pennant Do? Like that much more. This game's called Blood, Sweat and Snack a Tear. <laughs> Jack loves it. James, uh, uh, we'll see. We'll oh see. my god! That's <laughs> blown your mind. Blown my mind. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. Um, which of these things are real things that happened to Jason McAteer? If it's real, say snack. If it's false, say whack. Okay. Okay. Jack's gone off it now, really no, quickly no, in the, the game. Just the whack aspect. Tear. Was, uh... Surely it's tear. If you're wrong, right? Tear. Tear. Then, like, oh, An actual like tear. Okay, fine. And if you got it, I wrong... don't understand it. But let's say snack. Let's say tear. <laughs> Who cares? I'm just the question master. <laughs> okay. Uh, blood, sweat, and snack a tear. All the Bolton players get free hot cross buns. Is it snack or is it tear? Snack. Tear. Okay. So tear means false, right? Yeah. So, it would be, there's that thing with the family bakery, but I can't remember them I all think, getting I free. think it was hot cross buns. What I think it, it is. I yeah. can reveal. Uh, it is... I've just realized I haven't put the answer. <laughs> Is it it is. It is snack. It's snack. It is snack. Jack is right. One to Jack because uh, they're sponsored by Warburtons when he yeah, first that yes. the thing. Yeah. Um, Jason's first club, Marine, is sponsored by Curly Whirly. Is it snack or is it whack? I'm going back to whack. whack. Snack or whack? Whack. Whack. It is whack. It's whack. Because yeah. we'd have never mentioned. That. You'd have yeah. remembered it, wouldn't yeah. you? One Curly Whirly would have been. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll get better. Uh, <laughs> Jason's house, growing up, is made of licorice, all sorts. Snack or whack? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Snack. <laughs> it is whack, of course it's not. He lives in a real house with windows. <laughs> Made of lozenges. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Snack or whack, Jason survives on Tato's, Snickers and beans for a week when he has to play in Tehran. Snack. Absolute snack. I can't remember that. I remember t- it, I it is Tato. Snack. I remember Tato and thinking, yep, absolutely right. Some guy, uh, I can't remember his name. Key, uh, uh, Mick Byrne. Mick, Mick Byrne. Byrne, yeah. Mick his Byrne. Angel. His angel, yeah. Uh, so his angels are people who look after him. His kind of guardians who he yeah. loves to look after him. Just you like the way you say, "Yep," as though everyone's going to get that. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's yeah. an angel. It's yeah. an yeah. angel. Yeah. 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 Look, yeah. I mean, what are you going to? He's his angel. <laughs> um, yeah, he says that um, he, they didn't want to rely on the food in Iran for some reason. So they. I think he also yeah. says that, like, uh, at one point he's talking about Iran, and he says, "Oh yeah, they have this chicken stew, but they look like budgies." <laughs> <laughs> it's really like, oh, okay, Jesus. Why? I Some mean, people but, like budgie stew. And also, as we know, as, 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 as Darren Huckabee has taught us, uh, there's really weird food in the Middle East. So That's true. That is true. Yeah. Um, Jason moves into a house owned by Fairy Liquid. Snack or whack? Oh, snack. Snack. 
Yeah. True, both right. Is that a snack? Also, yeah, don't eat fairy liquid. Okay. I was going to say, but <laughs> it, that's why I loosely mentioned the British household goods kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, finally, on Jason's first day of training at Liverpool, he turns into a blueberry and has to be rolled out by hundreds of little Sammy Lees. Snack or what? <laughs> They pushed him onto a, a train and then onto a, onto a boat. Only the doubter could see tiny Sammy Lee's pushing me out like a big blueberry. That was Blood, Sweat and snack tear This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One thing that really confused me, in the tunnel on the way onto the pitch, he keeps... Asking opposition players are like out for a drink around <laughs> in, in yeah. Liverpool. Is that Ian Wright or something? He says on page 87, let me find He invites him to his mum's house, right? Yeah. yeah. He, he can goes, stay over, he, he goes says. like, um, Wrighty's standing in front of me as he make our way off the pitch. I love him as a player and he strikes me as a top bloke. This is too good a chance to miss. Hey, Wrighty, I say as if I've known him all life. If you're ever up in Liverpool for a night out and need somewhere to stay, come round to us. You can stay at my mum's, you know, boulders brass. He says, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of Ian Wright just being like, well, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Why I'll, would you say that in the, sure, in the I'll, tunnel? I'll stay with Jason McAteer's mum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy I've never I mean, heard of. To be fair, it's quite a good like way to freak out the yeah, opposition. I would be freaked out. I'd yeah. be really freaked out. It's really I think strange. you have to say it like, 
Hey, Ian, you can stay at my house, you know. <laughs> who else does he invite? He's someone Pierre else. Pierre Luigi Casaraghi. <laughs> <laughs> that is generally who it is. <laughs> at the World Cup in Italy, he says something like, uh, if you're ever in Birkenhead, <laughs> yeah, we'll go for a drink and a lozenger. <laughs> He does so well at Bolton, he goes to World Cup 94, which is massive. It's huge. I mean, like two years ago, yeah. he is playing pub football in front of Jan Mulby and a woman, his aunt, with a pool cue who's smashing people over the back of the head. It's like They're it, the only two who were in the crowd. <laughs> hitting Jan Mulby over yeah. and over again. <laughs> Play better, son. Um, it's it's super weird. Like yeah. It's it's like a meteoric rise, and you really get that sense in, in a way that you don't get from a book like Monk or... Or pennant, really. You really get a sense of like, oh my god, this is huge, and it's, and he because he frequently mentions how far he's come in such a short amount of time. Yes, he does. He's great. It, it, it's amazing. He, him, Gary Kelly, and Phil Babb, the new kids on the block for Ireland. Um, they call them the Three Amigos. Yep. Is that right? They all get. Uh, there's something where they're doing us. Like, it is like Beatlemania at times. They're like, um, they're doing some signings at one point, and <laughs> a bunch of girls chase them around so much that they have to. Run out like the back of a building and get picked up in someone's car and is there? I mean, he's he talks about why he thinks that he's why they are so popular, Bab Kelly and him. Mm-hmm. And he says there's some kind of pinup void in Ireland. Oh, yeah, that's strange. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's a couple of years before Boyzone came along, yeah, so it's, it's probably only Daniel O'Donnell at the yeah. time. They were like, <laughs> we've got Daniel O'Donnell, we need, and we're going to have Boyzone in the future. We've got a void there. <laughs> Can we have Jason McAteer, <laughs> Phil Bab? Terry and... Rogan's getting on a bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jason, it's you. <laughs> Jason McAteer, you have been selected. Yeah, it's very. They, but they are like chasing around, making them sign like he says they're making them like sign pants and stuff like yeah. that. I don't believe all this is true. Yeah, but... That's Steve Bruce. Steve Bruce <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sign pants. Steve Bruce keeps calling you a bad boy. <laughs> um, yeah, um, they they go, but he goes to the World Cup and he does. Ireland do brilliantly. They uh, they yeah. beat uh, Italy. In the they first beat Italy. Yeah, they beat Italy. Uh, they get through to the uh, the second round. Yeah, it's it's it just seems it does seem great fun. Like they get limoed around by U2 at times. Uh, there's they, one they bit... Hang, they hang out in, like, Times Square. Like... Yeah, they go to Disney World. There's one bit when they go to Disney World uh, where there's a guy called Tony Hickey who has to look after them. Uh, we can't move around without him. We go to a water park and he's like the armbands your mother puts on you when you first start to swim. We go to Disney World and he's in every photo with Mickey Mouse. Every single one of them. <laughs> right, if he's looking after them, why does he keep asking Mickey Mouse for a photo? <laughs> yeah, does that mean that Tony Hickey is dragging Mickey Mouse yeah. around with them? Or is he like, okay, lads, we're going to stop here and get another photo with Mickey another Mouse. Mickey, yeah. Uh... It's, it's been 40. We've been doing, doing this 40 times today. Why you, and also, I like the, the idea that he's like the armbands that you put on your kids to, to stop them from drowning. Like, like, was Tony Hickey saving their lives constantly? Maybe, but he de- they do actually almost drown a person. Oh my that. god, I forgot <laughs> about that. Do. Oh my god. There's a guy in the hotel who, who, who works at the hotel in America who, him and Phil Babb just shove in a pool as a, as a, Kelly, as a, as a prank. prank. And then they laugh for ages, realise he's drowning. <laughs> and they take a man and go, actually, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> <laughs> we almost killed a man, guys. As, uh, as his life has flashed before his eyes, we realised maybe it wasn't that funny. Where were you, Tony? He's just standing <laughs> in the corner of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> you had to stop things like that. <laughs> so, uh, guys, I want to move on to uh, everyone's favourite section, Ken Zong. <gasps> oh, let's do it. And today... There's a special treat for all the listeners, all the Ken fans out there, and there's a lot of them. Yeah. You're going to hear from the man himself. Oh, what? my God! Are you excited? I'm really excited. Yeah. Legitimately very I'm gonna excited. I'm going to get him on the phone now. Hold up. Okay. Turn your radio down, Ken. <laughs> oh, dear. 
Oh no. Hello, Hello. Ken. Hey! 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 Hello. Hello, Ken. It's uh, Chris Tarrant from Aussie <laughs> Millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> it's james from the football book club how are you i'm very well how are you doing we're doing good do you want to say hello to james and jack hey ken hey hello, ken james and jack hello uh ken uh, james and jack have loved your songs the past few weeks we love your songs great um Brilliant. and, and i <laughs> are you are you a norwich fan no not at all right <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to check but you know a lot about norwich and I gather you've got a uh, another song for us this week. Uh, yes, yes, I have. <laughs> uh, take it away whenever you're ready, Ken. If there's any sure, context, uh, if there's any context, feel free to to give it to us. Um, well, you know, I thought I wanted to give a goalkeeper a bit of love because oh. you know they have a tough they have a tough job out there on the pitch. True. Uh, uh, and I also wanted to give to a, no- a nod to. Everyone's favourite Queen of Country, Dolly Parton. Thank you very so, much. Uh, here you go. Here's, here's one for the Norwich fans out there. Rob Green, Rob Green, Rob Green, Rob Green. We're begging of you, please use those big hands. Rob Green, Rob Green, Rob Green. Keeping clean sheets just because he can. Ken Zong, Ken Zong, Ken Zong, Ken Zong, Ken Zong. Well done, Ken Zong. That was incredible. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you read Jason McAteer's book? I haven't, no. Uh, it's God, Sweat and McAteer, is it? Yeah, yeah. is it? Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> give, me, give me 20 minutes, I'll just brush, brush through it. Do you, want me to, do you want me to read it to you? Oh, I'd love that. Okay, what's your data plan like? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Okay, cool. Good. Chapter one. No, you're good. Ken, uh, thank I you like so audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ken, for calling up. Um, hey, we'll see you at Christmas, yeah? Yeah, very welcome. Love the podcast. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Ken. Ken, 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 Ken. I'm trying my own name. <laughs> Classic Ken. Guys, we've been talking for so long. The book is so long. Let's do it. It's a two-parter. Two-parter, 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 book, book. And we'll see you next week, guys, for more Jason McAteer. It's a very long book. <laughs> next time on The Football Book Club. My first thought was, he's got two penises. <laughs> Jack Charlton calls him a fanny merchant. Jason McAteer is very similar to former American President Lyndon B. Johnson. <laughs> Jason McAteer eats too much fish and chips. <laughs> Plus, we find out who will be crowned the best book of Football Book Club Series 1. I would give the book a... You don't want to miss it. Thanks for listening to the Football Book Club. It featured James Bug, Jack Bernhardt, James Balgen, Amy Lawson and Ken Alsop. It was produced and created by James Bug. Tune in next week for more McAteer and remember to subscribe, review and share the podcast and follow us at Footy Book Club on Twitter and at Football Book Club on Instagram. See you then. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.